Welcome to Backdoor Cover, the most underrated sports podcast in Rick Patino's household. I'm your host, Dan Jester, and I'm joined, as always, with Dylan Shivery. Hello, Dan. Rick hey, Patino's household? Yeah. Which yeah. is big, because he's got a lot of free time. Oh, this is horseshit. Why'd I get bumped? Yeah, you second. Got, yeah. I, I was looking at Dylan, and that other voice, of course, is Ross Bowling. Hello. A sad Ross Bowling. Yeah, let's talk about sports. Sorry, Billy. What a, what a fucking rip, dude. How you holding up? That was a roller coaster last night. I'll be honest with you. I haven't dug into it this morning to see if there's been any like new angles that could make me feel better. I just need I need to see somebody. We'll talk about it. I'm upset. That's how I am. Well, let's just get into it. Fine. Red Sox are now up 3-1 to one on your Houston Astros. Yes. A lot of controversy. Crazy, game. crazy game. Uh, I mean, it's like... This has been the perfect storm of weird shit. We got a lot of controversial calls. Obviously, Altuve's game tying home run. Uh, well, this was early on in the first inning. Yeah, yeah. the first inning was ruled. It was a two run home fan run. interference. And uh, upon hundreds of rewatches of the play and every angle that they had on camera, um, I man, I have a very very difficult time seeing how anybody interpreted that as fan interference. Plus. They finally found like the camera angle down the wall, and there's a the security fat fucking security guard leaned over the railing. It's like, excuse me, sir, the season's on the You're line here. You're not supposed to be watching the game. <laughs> Protect the people. Not don't watch the game. You're not a spectator. You horse's ass. It uh, look, and I get that he might have been reaching to make sure nobody punches B- M- B- Mookie in the head or whatever, but it's just. That's not the way you want this shit to get decided on either side. And the, sh- the shittiest part about this, if you want to get like unbiased with it, which I will for a second at least, is that it affects everything. If you're a Red Sox fan, you don't like this either. You want to win clean. And, and you know, they, they, they might have won that game anyway. We don't know. It did, Mookie might have caught the fucking ball. He certainly had the angle on it. Uh, it appeared he was closing his glove a little too quickly. You can't tell if it's because he was doing it or the fan hit the glove. I, the fan certainly did hit the glove, but it's because Mookie was in the fucking stands. All right, so the rule states that it's only fan interference if they reach into the field of play, correct? Over the yellow line. Over the yellow line. Yes. Which so, the only person clearly doing that in the video is a white guy like three seats over who has no shot at touching the ball and never does. Here's what I don't get. If that's the rule, and it is, when they were go, they reviewed the play. Which angle were they looking at? Because do they have an angle we don't? Here's the problem: it's the fat fuck on the field who called it fan interference immediately. And oh, so that was a that was a call on the field. Yes. So they didn't. It's the same as the NFL. They didn't oh. overturn anything. They didn't readdress anything. They just said they needed oh. sufficient video yes. evidence to overturn it. They said it stands because fatty with the worst turkey Joe neck West. of all time, Joe West. Called it fan interference immediately. He put up that the signal. That makes more sense now. Because now, I didn't know that was the original call. On that's the field. why it's upsetting. Is because this all could have been avoided if they had a better system set up. And clearly, the funniest part about this is like I'm going ape shit on Twitter last night, right? Like for like hours. Sure. And uh, more and more people are come out of the woodwork that are hardcore MLB fans that watch all the regular season games and shit, which is just like next level crazy. I don't know how people do that. It's so fucking boring and so long. I don't do that. I watch a very limited amount of Major League Baseball regular season games. We live in a market where we get served up Rangers games. Nobody wants to watch those. They fucking suck. So 
I don't I don't get to watch as many Astros games as I would like to, admittedly. But the point is, all these all these hardcore Major League Baseball regular season fans are saying, like, dude, if you're upset about this, you haven't been paying attention because apparently this is an issue all of the time. The huh. baseball's replay system is shit, and they're just constantly getting calls wrong. I had uh, probably you know I don't know like eight or nine people have said that to me so far, which is enough to make me think like it's a it's a pretty widespread problem. It's not like I have millions of followers or some shit. So the they got to do something, man. This we're it's, we're just past letting shit like this fuck with games. Well, and, and let's compare it to the NFL. They have cameras everywhere, all angles. They have fucking pylon cameras. You know exactly where the ball is, right? Because of just that's just how football is. And do you remember the point? In baseball, like, it's, it's very different. Do you remember the point like six, seven, eight years ago? Uh, I think when. Uh, that was the case in the NFL. We had added a bunch of new replay cameras right. and shit, and we were like, all right, we're doing it, but we were still missing like a couple angles, and that's when they introduced things like the pylon cam. Right. It is... The way, ba- the way baseball fields, like, like yeah. you know, the actual shape of them are set up, it's, I guess it's a little more difficult. Hard, a little yeah. hard to do that. Absolutely, but it's just it just pisses me off because it's like there's no point in the NFL now, or the NBA, frankly, where you get a replay and you can't fix exactly what happened, um, and this is not the case in the MLB. This... Dude, that hurt bad. Really, yeah. really, really, really bad. And Altuve's like, he's all dinged up. His knees fucked up. It was. It just. It would. It went from being one of the You know, possibly one of the biggest moments in Houston sports history to one of the worst for the for the for the other reasons for the bad reasons. So I'm yeah, I'm pissed. Sucks. Did you also max bet the Astros last night? No, I even played it responsibly. I didn't. I only put like a one unit on the on the Astros, and uh, I mean that honestly has nothing to do with it. It's it's just the really it's the principle of it. It's like we play 162 fucking games to get to this point, and then we're gonna let shit get decided because we don't have enough cameras, or because Joe West is too obese to to fucking think in his fat head. You know what? Maybe I shouldn't do the fan interference call. I'm 120 feet away, and I can't see that good. I just don't understand how you could possibly immediately go to that call from the angle he had on the field. It doesn't make any sense. And all these Boston fans and non-Houston fans who want to pretend that we're just making it like, listen, Houston fans are very fucking obnoxious on social media. Nobody's denying that. But come on. don't. I just don't see how you could see it the other way. I don't see how you could see it as not a sham. That's just my, my perspective, though. Yeah, they had the bases loaded. Ninth inning, two outs. One of the nastiest catches that I've ever seen. Andrew Benatendi. Benatendi, yeah. He's uh, makes a diving catch. If he misses that, it's game over. Astros. Like, yeah, I don't think a lot of people realize he he laid out like that because he didn't have the angle. And if he doesn't catch that ball, that ball goes past on three runs. The game score. is over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all three runners are going to score. And man, <laughs> I stood up off my that couch. Catch is the difference between three and one and. Or tied yes. up series. I stood That's up crazy. off my couch, like hands on my head as the ball's in the air or whatever. And when he caught it, I just like sunk back into my couch. When, when Bregman stepped up, when he came up to bat. Oh, you knew I, he was going to do something. I thought the Astros were going to win because he's just, a, that's just who he is. We almost just like, had it, man. Were you yelling at the TV like, that's a trap? He trapped it. No, I, he clearly caught it clean. Yeah. It was like, and at that point, I couldn't handle any more controversy. Even if it had touched the ground, I just would have walked away from the TV. But it was, no, it was a clean catch. It was a great, great It was. Catch. They didn't even have to review it. Unbelievable catch. Uh, and it, fuck, it was a punch in the dick. So we got game five in Houston tonight. Yeah. 7 Yeah. This is, 
I don't. I'm not looking forward to it. Ross, it's, is uh, it? T- do you hear that? Is it? Is it time? Is it time to hit the, the panic button? No, you don't. Oh, you don't wait. No, no, I hear it. You don't get. I a hear panic the sound. Button. You don't get a panic. I button. hear the alarm. It's going off. You don't get a panic button when you just won the World Series. Uh, you just get a. Nobody cares about you. You just won your ring. You, you know what I mean? It's like it's very hard to repeat. It is. And this is one of the reasons why, because it turns out that uh, Major League Baseball is still okay with leaving things up to fat guys in weird outfits that aren't actually playing, which is unfortunate. Showtime Joe West. Fuck Joe West, dude. I don't, honestly, I hate being like, blame it on the umpire guy, but all he had to do was just not immediately call the wrong call, or what I believe to be the wrong call. Or at least let it go to review. At least, or set up your fucking review system correctly, the... Who's looking at this tape? Uh, I thought the post-game show... By the way, I started to let Twitter convince me, like, maybe I am an idiot. Maybe I maybe I just am biased and I'm seeing it incorrectly because so many fucking Boston fans are up in my mentions and shit. Then I watched the post-game show. Every single person that spoke called it the other way, said this was ridiculous. One of the dudes called it the most egregious play he's ever seen in baseball. Ever. Wow. This is a guy who whose entire he played a professional career of like fifteen years. The name's slipping my mind at the second. But then so I'm talking I, like an analyst guy. Every single guy on the post in oh. the MLB post game show. So it's like you know, Big Poppy, all those fuckers. They're all all ex players. Every single one of them was like, no, nah, it's a horrible call. One of them called it the most egregious call he's ever seen in baseball. And baseball always has controversial calls. So that's really saying something. Wow. Then on the other side, the NL, we have the uh, Dodgers up three two after Kershaw pitches a. Seven inning gem. Gives up one run with nine Ks. Brewers did a little gamesmanship here. They threw out their starting pitcher, Wade Miley, for one batter, threw five pitches, and then they pulled him. What? Saying that he was going to pitch game six. It was to uh, fuck with the Dodgers lineup, I believe, because he's a lefty. Is the dumbest shit. So the Dodgers had to put together a lineup for a lefty, and then they pulled him. Do against one batter? One batter, walked the guy, then they pulled him and said he's going to pitch game six. So I didn't really have like a feeling about this. Um, you know, I don't I don't know. Try to be they're trying to be clever or whatever. It, it's kind of funny. I thought it was funny. Every every take I've seen from from the uh the pros on that one on all the guys in the post game show, we're making fun of them. Like this is the dumbest shit. I've never heard of that before in my life. I think that's why cuz it's pretty stupid. What's the Come on. Trying to get an edge. Mental, I guess it doesn't matter. I, like I you're guess. going against Kershaw, so like <laughs> Any type of edge you can get? You gotta do something, I guess. But uh, it just, it'll, in a tie series, it just seems like a weird, it's almost like you don't trust that your boys weird. to just go out and play, so you gotta do weird games, mind games. I don't know, it just, that rubs me the wrong way. Huh. Game six is in Milwaukee. I believe game seven, too. They're doing the series, how baseball works is two, three, two. Right, yeah, right. Because right. yeah. three right. straight in Houston, too. So, damn, that's not looking good for y'all. Win, uh, it, win baseball, tonight and then win twice in Boston. Especially if you have a... Uh, no, it's not looking very likely, obviously. But the, if you have a good team, an experienced team that's that's you know got their shit together, the home field advantage stuff in baseball isn't as big of a deal as it is else in other sports. But it's still... Yeah, man. It's going to be really fucking hard to win three in a row against the best team in, uh, in the league this year. They won 108 fucking games. So, again... Would have been nice to get those two runs, but whatever. Yeah, uh, on to college football. Make sure to go to mybookie.ag and use the promo code BACKDOOR to get a dollar-for-dollar dollar match on your deposit. It's one word, BACKDOOR. 
you just type it in when you're when you're making your initial deposit, and they'll double whatever you put in. So if you put in a hundred bucks, suddenly you have two hundred dollars. You know this how math works. May not last much longer. We don't know. The odds. We look. We've done business with my bookie for years, and every year, you know, halfway through the football season or so, the bonuses they got to scale them back a bit because uh, that's how the business works. We're entering that time frame now. It's true. And guess what else is true? Tonight. At Michael Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R, the power plant will reopen. I will have my Thursday night football lock of the week. You're going to want to follow this, and then you're going to want to bet the hell out of it at mybookie.ag. Sign up. Use that promo code BACKDOOR. You will not regret it. You are welcome. See you tonight. Thank you, Micah. We got a uh, big-time game early on. Number 6, Michigan at number 24, Michigan State. Michigan State is getting 7.5 on mybookie.ag. The over-under is 40.5. There's going to be rain and up to 20-mile-per-hour winds during this game. That's what they're forecasting. Harbaugh's only got one win over uh, Mark D'Antonio. Who do you like in this game? Oh, if you wait, Come on. If we could have a psycho bet to an in-state rivalry college football game with 20-mile-an-hour winds, <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is flipping a coin. Uh, I think you got to take Michigan State. You got to take points. the points. Yeah, because yeah, nobody's scoring. Take the under. Hammer is, the under. This is what'll happen. Michigan will be up seven with a with a field goal to cover with like three minutes left or something, and their fucking kicker is gonna kick it, and the wind is gonna carry it twenty yards away from the goalpost, and then we're all gonna be really pissed off. So yeah, you take the points. This is gonna be an ugly ass game. College kickers with twenty mile an hour High winds are fun for football games. They are. It makes <laughs> it just exciting. total shit. You show. gotta run the ball. Guys are throwing passes that are moving yeah. like several yards to the left in the air. I'm all over Michigan State here, and Harbaugh can't beat Michigan State. He just can't do it. I mean, they might win this one. They might pull it out because they're a superior team, but it'll be close. Yeah, I don't think anybody's like sitting here going to pretend Michigan State's better than Michigan, but seven and a half in an in-state rivalry. At home. Yeah, come take, on. Take the points. You got to take the points. Yeah. I mean, and listen, this is one of those games where if you if we come out on the wrong side of it, it's just you got to tip your hat and move on. This is a coin flip. Then we got number 16, NC State, at number 3, Clemson, both undefeated. Uh, NC State's getting 16 and a half. The over-under is 56 and a half. 16 and a half, huh? 16 and a half. That's a big spread for, I mean, the Wolfpack are pretty good. They're pretty solid. All right, I got NC State. That's too big. I think I do, too. Ryan Finley's a good quarterback. He's probably going to make it. He's going to go mid round in the NFL. I'm just, I mean, I'm just going to go with the points again. Yeah, it's yeah. 16 and a half. out. Come on, Bray. Number 12, Oregon, getting three at number 25, Washington State. Over-under is 58. Game day is going to be at Poland. We might get some Mike Leach interview before uh, for the game on game day. That would be nice. Where he just goes on tangents about pirates and shit. I'm excited. I'm a huge fan of pirates. Love to hear pirate talk. Who's your favorite pirate? Blackbeard? Oh, man. He's that's like saying Michael Jordan's your favorite basketball player because he's because he's the goat. He's, he's the, the goat. goat pirate. It's so funny if you go look at a if you learn about pirate history, like all of the other famous pirates were at one point like his mentor or captain, and he just kept rolling <laughs> through everyone until it was like just him left. It's fucked up, but also awesome and piratey. I don't know, Dan. Off the top, I don't know. I'm still thinking about the fucking replay. <laughs> Can I'm I say one more thing? Guy. Can I say one more thing about the fucking Astros game? Of course. You know, with, with sports, like this is the first year that uh, I've ever had to deal with like sports heartbreak without alcohol, like without drinking, because I don't drink uh, anymore. Yeah. And uh, I'm not bringing that up as like a bragging point. I'm bringing it up to say 
the way I deal with sports pain now is by getting really high, and it is such a different experience. Like booze makes you so fucking angry, right? You just get angrier and like more depressed, and you you know, eventually you extinguish all of the the sports anger that you've built up in your heart uh, through one means or another, usually an unhealthy one. Weed is just different. Like I just sat there stunned, just like it, up in my own head. Like maybe this is what life's all about. You're just getting fucked, <laughs> and that that's not cool, man. I just I don't know what the answer is. That's I'm, a bad place to be. I need yeah. to know which drug it is I'm supposed to do. To get over shit like this, because I haven't found it yet. Probably Molly. We just, yeah, it probably yeah. is. Seriously, MDMA is going to be the only answer. It's like something that something that introduces endorphins, because weed just got me way too introspective, and I was like, man, maybe you should go easier on Joe West. You know, you don't know shit about his personal life. Like, <laughs> you don't know what he's going through, and he's a big old fat man. Damn, like, damn, dude. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, it's just sports, man. Yeah, that's what you were thinking. It's that's the rabbit hole you go down with weed. It's like who even cares, man? It's just a game. With booze, it's like I just hope burn this motherfucker down. Yeah, I don't know. I'll try coke next. I'll let you know how that goes tonight. Don't do, don't do coke tonight. I'm just gonna rail Gator Tails the entire game. Dude, I haven't heard the term Gator Tails in a minute. No one says that anymore. Well, it's because we don't hang out with people who do blow all the time. That'd be weird. That's true. Yeah. Do you have like a breaking case of emergency stash of <laughs> no. blow in your house? No, thank God. No. Kind of like uh I can't be trusted Jordan with Jordan Belfort. Yeah, I can't be trusted. Yeah, just, just ripping open your, your couch. Drugs hidden all over the house. Oh, that is like the next level uh scumbag drug druggy move. The motherfucker's cutting open couch cushions looking for looking for blow. But no. Anyway, sorry for the tangent. No worries. I just need to heal internally. Yeah. So Oregon getting three at Washington State. I have no idea what to make of this. I got, right. Le I got Leach minus three. Okay. Ooh. I'll just follow you. Calling the upset. Yeah. And draw, laying the points, too. Washington State's got a decent quarterback in Gardner Minshew the second. Terrible name. Solid quarterback. Gardner Minshew? Minshew the second. He's an ECU transfer. Used to be a pirate as well. His first name's Gardner? Gardner. Gardner. Like, is there enough? Is there two E's or is it? Gardner. Gardner. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, I think. Uh, every game I watch Washington State play, the receivers catch everything. So the the offense is going to be clicking, but I think Oregon's going to be able to run the ball down their throat. Justin Herbert's a better quarterback. Uh, yeah, give me Oregon. Give me the Ducks. I think they win the Pac-12 here. No oh, shit. With, okay. with this game. Uh, then we got Mississippi State, number 22, at number 5, LSU. LSU's laying 7 at home. The over-under is 45. Give me the Bulldogs. Yeah, it feels like that. Give me Mississippi State, a letdown. The over-adjustment, probably. Um, people are super high on LSU right now, obviously. Also, and give me the under. No for, one's scoring in this game. For very worthy reasons. I like that play. I, I like, got LSU, man. I like... See, I don't... This is... Yeah. I don't know why. Could, you know why. You're going with Coach O. Big old tiger. I'll, t I'll, I'll take LSU, too. I like rooting for people that I like. And I like him. He's funny. Right. I don't really like Mississippi State, but I'll, I'll take the seven you points. You think that's where the yeah, money is? I think though. that's where the money is. Then we have my reckless quick picks. Tonight, Arizona State, <laughs> plus two and a half at <laughs> hold home. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, will you explain what this is now? Dan does these quick picks where he just runs through like seven more lines. Haven't you been getting wrecked in this area? Not it. I was like three, two, and one last week. Okay, that's not that. Yeah, that's fine. That's a win. You're not losing money there. Yeah. ASU tonight, plus two and a half. Over Stanford. Temple, minus three over Cincy, sadly. It seems like another undefeated team in the AAC is going to go down. 
which is going to hurt our strength of schedule for UCF, but Temple's going to beat Cincinnati. <laughs> Your strength of schedule. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> Purdue plus 13 over Ohio State. Auburn minus 3.5 over Old Miss. UCF minus 21 over ECU. Utah State, of course, minus 15 over Wyoming. You just got to ride them until they yes. block us. Yes. Are, are you taking the over in that game as well? Because they're undefeated yeah, there. Yeah, fuck it. Take the over. Okay. Although Wyoming, Wyoming can't score. I'm sorry. So, they've they've put the over every game as well? Yeah. So take the over. Take the Utah State, minus 15. And then Bama, first half line over Tennessee, which is also undefeated, I believe. You know what I love about that Utah State situation? Like, one of them's going to hit. They've hit the over and covered every game. One of them is going to hit. Surely. Watch Wyoming win like 10 to 3. <laughs> and then if you lose, like it's not your fault. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, well, fuck, they covered every game in both categories. Right. At, at this point, it's just like you got to. When did we start riding? Was it like two weeks in or three yeah, or what? Yeah, it was like two weeks in. Like week two, uh, two or, or three. Two or three. Yeah. But we, we've so been they, on they've it for hit, a little bit. What, like four since we started following them uh -huh. in a row? Okay. Dude, we've been pretty Six good in the team to ride. Fuck yeah. They're going to cover the shit out of That's this. That's pretty crazy. You kidding me? Yeah. Fuck Wyoming. Aggies, yeah. baby. Yeah, fuck Wyoming. Bama first half line over Tennessee. Do What's you know even what it, in Wyoming? Do you know what it is? I don't know. Kanye went up there at one point. Mountains. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful state. I think it. Look, I just went to Montana. I think it's just the same thing. Yeah, they're the same state. Yeah. Okay. Nobody knows that, but it's secretly, yeah. if you book a flight to Wyoming and you book a flight to Montana, you and you and your wife get on each get on one of them, you actually end up in the same exact place. I know that we. My family's been skiing in steamboat a bunch. Yeah, I know that from Steamboat, a lot of people take uh, snowmobiles to Wyoming from the resort. Like it's right there. Oh so shit! It's like it's like that Colorado's hat. Okay, well that that helps because I was about to say I don't know where it is on a map. I'm gonna pull up a map just so I don't like a complete idiot, but I think that's right. Oh god, I hope you're so. I hope there's like three states in between. Wyoming. I love geographical areas. Y'all can keep areas. talking. I'm just gonna look this up myself here. So, don't, just do you know, Dan? Do you know what the number is on the first half line? No, it doesn't usually drop to like game day and you don't care you're just taking it. i don't care yeah respect yeah i was right it's right above colorado okay a beautiful state colorado's hat i think i've never been so yeah hammer utah state until <laughs> you can't let's get into the nfl but first a word from our good pals at me undies me undies these did are the best, dude. Did you get a pair yet? Yes. Uh, you might know MeUndies is like the underwear brand that makes real loud patterns and and uh, colors. Adventurous underwear, some would call. Yeah. It is the softest stuff you've ever worn, though. The, the fabric they use is actually called a micromodal fabric, and it's three times softer than regular cotton. It will blow your mind when you put these on, how soft they are. It's like just dipping your boys into a cloud. I wouldn't know. I haven't gotten mine yet. Well, you're going to have to take my word for it. They're coming. They're in the mail. Well, that's, what, that's what I keep doing. And they constantly have new fun prints coming out for the fall season that we have just entered. They have Some festive stuff. Like yeah. Halloween prints. All these great Halloween prints. And this isn't just for men either. They've got bralettes. They've got stuff for women. So you can pick up, you know, new boxers for you and also grab some stuff for your lady friend while you're in there. And they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. You're going to love these undies, but if for some reason you're not into them, me undies will do whatever they can to get you into a pair that you do love. And if they can't, keep them, and they'll refund you. So it really is truly a risk-free scenario for you. And as a Backdoor Cover listener, they're going to give you 15% off your first pair with free shipping and that 100% satisfaction guarantee. All you have to do is go to meundies.com 
slash BDC, as in backdoor cover. Again, that's MeUndies, M-E-U-N-D-I-E-S dot com slash BDC. 15% off your first pair. Go grab some. They're fantastic. On to the NFL. As Mike had mentioned tonight, we got the Broncos at the Cardinals. Just an absolutely abysmal Thursday night game. Yeah. This is what we're used to. Well, Thursday night. Here's the thing. We, I Cardinals was, getting two and a half. This game sucks. I'm the first person to complain about most of the matchups in the NFL. Like when you just run through the schedule for even for a Sunday, you're just like, oh God, these games fucking suck. We're still gonna watch. It'll still be fun. That you never know. Sometimes one of these bullshit games like this ends up being a real nail biter. The over under is 43. But these teams fucking suck. By the way, uh. For all the David Johnson fantasy owners out there, how you doing? How you doing? Not good, huh? Is he having a shit season? Oh, not good, is it? Well, his team is just he's tr- truly terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, he got taken as a top four pick in every fantasy football league in the country, and he's been the bust of the year because just not getting a lot of action. They don't have the ball very often. Like, a lot of three and outs, yeah, those Cardinals. They're getting the shit kicked out of them a lot. Josh Rosen is, hasn't looked half bad. No. But he's a, he's, looked, know, he's, a rookie. he's a rookie. He's looked better than Bradford, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's a rookie. He's going against a very good Broncos defense. Not what you want. It's at home in Arizona, and they're getting they're getting points at home. It's one of those funny ones because it's everybody will tell you like you're an idiot if you don't take the home dog. But gamblers just like saying shit like that. That's not an, a certainty. Like you don't always take the points with the home dog. That's not doesn't work that way. Dude, give me Denver. Fuck it. I, I, I could honestly see the Broncos winning by 10. Like laying waste to the Cardinals? Yeah, I have no... I, Cardinals might not score more than like 10 points. Who knows? Is I have the no play idea. the under? It might be. It might be under 43. And you'll find out Micah's pick on the, at the power plant today. Yeah. Sure will. We at at Michael like Weiner. You bet your ass. At Michael Weiner, look for the verified check mark. I, I can guarantee you he's going to call this game trash because he, he does that with all the trash he games. He does that a lot. It is trash. Pretty emphatically, too. So, can't wait for that. I, I'll be honest. I, I'm probably going to bet the Cardinals plus two and a half just because self-loathing. I, I think so, too. Because, you, you know, I'm going to convince myself, oh, it's the sharp side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sharp side. That's exactly what I just did in my head. Razor sharp. Mental gymnastics. Give me the Cardinals plus two and a half. Sharpening my knives over here. I look forward to watching them go down like 24 nothing, and then me uh, taking a bunch of live lines on mybookie.ag to try to compensate for the pain in my soul. That's, I mean, you explained how this game's going to go down. So, yeah. Dem, uh, Dylan's probably on the right side here. Then we got this weekend, the biggest games. We have Patriots minus four at Chicago. The over-under is 49 and a half. This will be fun. This will be a real fun one. But give me the Pats. Not betting against them the rest of the season. When they're rolling like they are right now, it's too scary. I don't care where the short money is. Yeah. This line's too small. Freaks me out. I got Patriots, too. Fuck it. I'll just go Bears. Give me another home dog. Plus four. Plus four. Hey, we'll take that. It's a lot in the NFL. Uh, Carolina Panthers at my Philadelphia Eagles. Panthers are getting four and a half. Over-under is 45 and a half. What's with this line? Why why are the Panthers getting so many points here? Why is it in like a weird... Well, I just don't understand why... The Panthers and Eagles haven't looked like there's that much difference between them. Um, so far this season. Maybe like the, the, the offensive explosion we had against the Giants last week, which I don't think is an indication of where we are. The Giants' defense isn't very good. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. The, watching the Eagles this year, they've struggled a little bit. They've had some 
They've had some trouble uh, coming off the Super Bowl win. Carolina's been solid. They've been okay. Yeah, I mean, McCaffrey's a, putting up numbers. Yeah, Cam's kind of just throwing the ball in at random people's heads, and <laughs> he throws a couple picks a game or whatever. But he's great, and then, you know, I don't know. Fuck, man, this is this gets hit in the head like twenty times a game. Yeah, he's only con- gets yeah, called. I think he's permanently concussed. <laughs> only penalties are only called like once every ten hits to his head. Yeah. I got Carolina. I'm gonna take plus four and a half. Sorry, Dan. Yeah. Um. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> You're going to go minus four and a half? Yeah, we'll go for minus four and a half. Yeah, you have to. We're you back. Have to. You uh, have to. Bengals plus six and a half at Kansas City. The over-under is 58 and a half. Take the over. Lots oh, of points. Man, a lot of points. Lot of points. I mean, Mahomes is going to put up points. The Chiefs defense stinks. Bounce back game for the Chiefs. They're going to cover. Bengals are coming off a loss. They'll, they'll put up points. I love take betting against the Bengals, man. I really do. So I'll just take all of the things that are anti-Bengals. Give me the over and the minus six and a half. Then we have the New Orleans Saints plus two at the Baltimore Ravens. Overrunners 50. This is actually the only NFL team Drew Brees has never beaten. Wow. So he has a chance he to has make it. He has never beaten Baltimore. That is interesting. Oh, man. Uh, the Ravens are a, a tough team to bet against right now because I just can't get a feel for like how good they're actually going to be when the dust settles. They've kind of had an up and down. Like, I feel like they've over, they've exceeded people's expectations. So Saints far on this the road year. too are very hit or miss. Yeah, yeah. Their offense can kind of sp- uh, what is it? Sputtle, spurtle, spittle, Spur- sputter, spurt, sputter. sputter. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> people are really struggling. There. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I don't know. This is this is hard. I like the Ravens minus two. I do too. Give me the Saints. Give me Drew Brees. Let's uh, let's get that thirty first team. That he's beaten. That, see, that's what I want to pick. We're 30 seconds. So I'm going to fade myself. Probably, I wonder if he beat the Saints when he was with the Chargers. Probably at some point. I didn't actually look he that must in have, depth into He the, must have if yeah. this is the only, yeah. But that's the NFL for the week. we got NBA news where we just recap the NBA. It, it's it's back. The NBA is back. Yeah. It returned last night for those uh, of you who Two nights ago. Two nights ago. Two nights ago with the, Sorry. my Philadelphia 76ers getting their ass absolutely <laughs> destroyed by the Celtics by Boston yeah Joel Embiid even said like this isn't a rivalry because they kick our sh- kick the shit out of us every time I respect that he actually was was real about that though it was. like uh, it's a good quote Kawhi in his first game with the Toronto Raptors dropped 40 or uh, 24 with 12 boards in his first game in a win against the Cavs did you guys see the footage of beginning of the game when Kawhi would get the ball Raptors fans are all going nuts they want to see him score his first points as a Raptor you can hear on the broadcast, like, ah, everybody's going crazy. Did everyone have their phones out? Kawhi passes the ball to Danny Green. Crowd dies. Dead <laughs> silent. Danny Green dribbles around a little New bit. New Raptor, Danny Green. Yeah, dribbles around a little bit, dishes it back to Kawhi. Crowd goes nuts again. It was it was just depressing for Danny Green. It was like, God damn, nobody cares about I'm here out too. Here. It's fucked up. It <laughs> I really was, pa- was a package deal, man. Yo, just keep cheering. You're how, did he, keep... how did Kawhi play? He Pretty played good. well. No. He played well. Granted, it's the Cavs. Dude can ball, though, man. I think the Cavs are going to be better than people think. Probably. I think they might snag that eight seed. Kawhi's still, he's a top five player in the NBA. He's going to put up numbers. I was on Cavs plus 13 last night, and they covered. Dan, stop betting early (laughs) NBA games in the the early in the season. Like, you got to give the first week or two some room to breathe. On the other end of that trade, though, DeMar DeRozan dropped 28 in a Spurs win. Looks pretty good. It's very good. So, Spurs don't seem to be missing a beat or much of a beat. They're I, gonna be the Spurs. I, I really don't expect them to 
yeah, struggle a whole lot here. This is a very well-run organization, great coach, and a great player. DeRozan's a great player. Whether or not people like recognizing him, uh, he's a real quiet dude. Just because you like to make fun of him for taking long twos? Yeah. He's going to be okay. They're, they'll be fine. A team that did struggle, though, is your Houston Rockets. Holy God. Carmelo Anthony's Houston Rockets. Dude, go look at the stat sheet for the Pelicans. We played New Orleans. <laughs> Dude, Anthony Davis, uh, Julius Randle, and uh, Miritich all had like 35 plus. Yeah. points. They beat the fuck out of us. It was like, I mean, nobody was there and nobody really watched or cares because the Astros game was on. Alfred Payton put a, tri- or a triple double on y'all. Yes. Alfred fucking Payton. Here's their starters. Anthony Davis, 32 points. Miritich, 30 points. Moore, 21 points. Holiday, 10 points. Alfred Payton. Etwan Moore put up 21 on y'all? <laughs> yes. Alfred Payton, uh, 10 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. Like, their whole team just went off. Julius Randle had 25 off the bench. 5 for 6 from the field. 8 assists. Their whole, or rebounds, sorry. Their whole team destroyed. Uh, we played no defense at all. Carmelo was like uh, minus 23, which is not good for That's those what you of like you to see, yeah. who don't know. Um... Listen, it's the first game of the fucking year. No, you needed to overreact like Stephen A. Smith, saying he, that like that it's over, that this was a it was horrible, a disgraceful performance. It was a little disgraceful. You you look, you want to come out and set the tone. Game one, this felt like they didn't. Maybe they weren't because the city. You know, the opening night, you want the stadium packed and rocking, excited to get into it again, make another run at a championship or at least the Western Conference Finals, and uh, they didn't get that because there's nobody there. So I don't know. I, I have to wait and see. They've got to be a lot better than they were last night if they want to even sniff the two seed. And then my favorite story from last night was the uh, Knicks' first shot or made shot of the season was by a fan. They started the game 0 for 10, called a timeout, and a fan hit a half-court shot to win $10,000. <laughs> and then they won. Then they beat the Hawks. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Guy won ten grand. On a half-court shot before a Nick made a, bu- a bucket this season. Here's the thing. Half-court shots aren't that hard. Oh, Dan, stop. Dan, you go out there and hit a half-court shot. Dan, you'll make one out of a thousand. In front of all those people false. for $10,000. One out of a thousand. You I'm have- making one out of at least ten. Dude, no oh, fucking way. No. No. It's a long three-point shot. This needs to be one of the things First we First of all, what, what makes you, you think do? you can hit a three-point shot? Yeah. Like a, me, me as a... In general, like hitting threes? Yeah. When's the last time can you, you can shot you a three? An NBA yes. three? Dude, I need to I see this. I only shoot NBA threes. I need to see this. Oh I, need I don't to shoot see, college threes. I need to see you attempt 30 half-court shots. Is this how I sound when I talk when I talk about my athletic achievements? Yes. <laughs> it's exactly how A half-court shot's a joke. I don't, I don't even have to have like a run. I just I can jump from half-court and make a shot. Oh, my God. Damn. It's so easy. I'm not. I'm not so easy. I'm not yes. contributing to this conversation. Dude, Meek Mill hit a fucking backwards half court shot yesterday uh, against the Sixers owner. Put up fifty grand, and Meek Mill took him for fifty grand because he he threw the ball behind his head and made a half court shot. Half court shots aren't that hard. I mean, they're pretty hard. Interesting take. Meek Mill made a behind the back or an over the head half court shot for fifty k. For fifty k. Why are we talking about this fan? It was first made shot of the uh, next season. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. For uh, Meek and for this fan. All right. I say you give me 10 half court shots, I hit two. Deal. I'll take the under. So we have. Hammer in the under. I'll do that. We can. We still got to get Dylan hitting 85 on the gun. Yeah. Yeah. We have a few challenges we got to follow through It'd on. It'd be cool if some of these challenges were doable, but they're not at the moment. Two out of 10 from half court. Ridiculous. That's easy. 
That's easy money, bro. It's doable, the but it's The All-Star all game, how they do that challenge where they bring out all these old ballers and they play with some of the newer All-Stars and they have like some WNBA, WNBA players out there too and they're all hurling up half-court shots or whatever. Dan, look, you're crazy, I'm, boy. I'm not even like a good shooter. I'm a, sh I'm a slasher. So why are you... But I'm a streaky shooter, and I, I can slasher. still hit two of ten uh, half-court shots. Dan's just making backdoor cuts behind the behind the basket, just trying to get fucking <laughs> Got to move without the ball, Ross. <coughs> That's what the coach you saw. Fantastic. Well, we'll see. We'll yeah. find out one way or the other. We have a hotline. Number is 800-392-6344. Again, that's 800-392-6344. Micah, go ahead and play that first call. Ugh, Dan, you stupid... Fuck. <laughs> My name's Zach. I was born and raised in Austin, Texas here. And uh, last year I spent my first year of school at the U of A in Tucson. And let me just say, I made the drive from Austin to Arizona like four different times. And there is fucking nothing to see in between. Man, you are going to have the most boring road trip of your life. Because I swear to God, yes. it's about a 15-hour drive up to Scottsdale, and uh, for at least eight of those hours, you're going to look like you're in the same fucking place the whole time, because it's <laughs> flat, there is nothing, and it is fucking boring, and dude, good luck with this drive, shout, Jesus Christ, <laughs> fucking fly. And I did it, and I it love was that. fucking beautiful. I love the energy. It was gorgeous. Uh, you got to factor in, I used to do 16-hour drives from Philly to Orlando what, on the same parts, fucking road, 95. Which parts were gorgeous? New Mexico and Arizona. And West Texas is gorgeous, too. A lot of it. Wait, did you go out of your way to hit part certain parts, though? Yeah, we actually added time. Like We went to Albuquerque for the uh, balloon fiesta, which was the... Uh, yeah. Okay, but if you were to drive straight from Austin to Scottsdale, you're not going to hit these cool spots, right? No, no, on the way back I did. And what, it, what was still, it was still It's the cool. same route. What do you mean? It wasn't the same route. We took a different route to uh, go to Albuquerque. Right. But I'm, I'm saying, if you were just to drive just to get there and not see these, not go out of way to see these cool spots. That's pretty much what we did on the way back, is go straight to Austin, but we stopped on things on the way. Is and Marfa on the way? Marfa was kind of on the way. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't get the whole appeal of Marfa. It's just a tiny little... Marfa sucks dick. Yeah. It's in like an artsy yeah, thing in the middle of nowhere. There's a lot of like sucks. Austin hipsters. I have no desire to go to make it. A lot of people from California moved to Marfa and they're like, I'm getting away from it all. And then they set up shop. and. They, but it's, it's actually like a super trendy thing to do. It's very, yeah. very over the top, trendy and annoying. I hate it. I'm it's a bunch annoying. of bloggers and like photographers just you, trying to romanticize I'm not Western Texas. Not a fan. You can't drag me there. There are other places in that area that are much cooler, like Alpine. Marathon. Marathon's fucking awesome. Marfa, yeah. Ugh. But we also stopped at uh, like Fredericksburg too, which is pretty cool. Fredericksburg is tight. It was tight. Uh, we got out of it though in the nick of time because apparently that part of Texas is flooded like to all hell oh, right for now. Real? Yeah, man, they're get we're getting we're getting lots pissed on right now, as yeah. Dave Ruff would say. It's really coming down. Yeah, we but needed it. We did. We, we needed didn't. It, though. We really don't anymore. We, we no longer need. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> enough I, I will say though, all right. So road trip, when it comes to road trips, I am so used to just the same drive on ninety five from Philly to Orlando, where you see absolutely nothing. Like at least this drive in Arizona, there's just open desert and mountains and stuff. It was it was awesome. I, I at least appreciate it. I hate road trips, man. I love road trips. You you stack up on like a pound of beef jerky, you get some tobacco in you, 
You get uh, some Adderall, some yeah. energy drinks. You just treat your body like a dumpster. The only and you're fun good part to go. of a road yeah. trip is arriving at your destination. You know what I like doing is stopping at a uh, truck stop, buying a little, you know, a little toot, a little methamphetamine, just getting it up in the nostril. See how many hours you can go. There you go. Yeah, Jesus. that's the way to go. And I'm then, just kidding. Don't do my that. favorite part of a road trip though is when uh, Bank of America shuts your card off because you forget to tell them that you're going on a trip and that there's some uh, <laughs> suspicious card activity. I like to imagine that there's one guy on a computer whose job at Bank of America is to track Dan's location just so he can shut down his card immediately upon him leaving the county. Next call. Hey, back to our cover, boys. Uh, this is Jay from Scottsdale. Dan, I just heard your review of your time that you had uh, in Scottsdale this past weekend. I really want to invite you guys to come out for the Phoenix Open be a fucking blast so i think you get a lot of good content out of it all right hope to see you bye okay <laughs> i don't get this i mean that's it's nice that's the phone call is nice who, who is this guy and, and why would he it's, it's an open event we can go if we want we don't need an invitation to go are you giving us tickets yeah that's the thing are you can give us tickets are you flying us out because you're like, saying like you're putting us out <clears throat> i'll return the favor i would invite you to come to the wgc in austin next year i'll also return the favor I'm, i would love to invite you to come to game five at a uh, minute made part tonight i want to invite you to go to the masters by the way i won't be there i'm just saying you're i'll invite you to go to the super bowl next year yeah well you got tickets for i'm us, not bro? paying but i'm inviting you you can even tell us your name it's so an you open can event you can buy tickets and go jake from scottsdale it's a nice oh, okay. it's a nice sentiment i get it's nice I will say but we, can, to, we don't need the invitation we can just go shouts to that man for uh recommending the the places that he did when i was in scottsdale because they were they're actually pretty dope I had, a, I had a great time in europe recently i invite you to go to europe because it's a good time i'm not gonna pay for it though i love this angle <laughs> we, dude, we need to start, you know what i mean people have need, done this before like okay what does that mean for we me? need to start doing this though to, to other people like i'm gonna start doing this in my daily life like i, I invite you to do something yeah even, even though i have no power to like actually actually help you <laughs> like, do that we, thing. you can just go yeah yeah scott i mean phoenix open has always been something we've wanted to do oh yeah that we've talked oh, about oh no as a company. i definitely want to go it's it looks um, yeah it's like it looks so fucking much fun. awesome but we knew that already but yeah, yeah but, uh if you if you have a hookup no, yeah make sure now to, now to that we're invited we can actually go to thank, this tournament thank god that's open to the general public <laughs> it's open we're, to the we're public. waiting on uh jake from scottsdale yeah, thank you invite. jake no yeah. it, is, it is nice to say that and we appreciate it but uh, it's just something that i've always thought about it's yeah, funny it's when people funny. do that we we get stuff like this a lot yeah not to sound cool but i mean we're cool how many more we got? We got one more call. Oh, I've, side note. It seems like half the people who call the show are named Jake. There's so many Does Jakes. It not? Just one yeah. guy over and over. I know. I think. Well, I think. There's Jake I from St. Louis. Last episode, two different Jakes call. And here's another one. Jake from Ohio. Jake from Scottsdale. There's so Yeah. I miss old Jake. Jake, uh, what's his name, who used to always call in. He's a comic. You know who I'm talking about? Used to call in a lot. Ah, oh, fuck it. Whatever. Next call. What about Jake, our intern that lived in the office? A lot of good Jakes out there. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, fellas, this is Connor from Detroit. Uh, y'all had something slip on the last podcast, and I needed to address. Dan said he's too jacked for ties. Uh, that's the most silly trash bullshit I've ever heard in my life, and uh, I, I hope to God y'all flame him for it. Anyway, speaking of douchebags, uh, who is the biggest douche in sports uh, for you guys? Mine right now is Patrick Reed. Can't stand the guy. Uh, curious to hear y'all's takes. Thanks. All right, here's did, the thing. Did you, I, not, did you not hear us flame Dan last episode? Because we did. We I never like said I was minutes. too jacked for yes, ties. You, yeah, you, you said you, your neck was too thick because yeah. you work out, and you said your arms are too big. You alluded, that means you're too jacked. <laughs> you alluded what else to the fact that, that I was too jacked. What else could that mean, Dan? <laughs> I just said the, 
the dimensions of my body aren't like <laughs> you typically mentioned, found you mentioned in like a, the working out though. What else could that mean? The dimensions you're, you're of my body. You're obviously not like overweight. You're not fat. What else could it mean? <laughs> <laughs> I love huh? that. All right, so like shirts that are 16 and a half, 17 around the neck are usually just like too massive for like the rest of my body. So that's all. That's all I'm saying. You can get just a custom, a, a custom cut shirt. Go to a tailor. You can give them your dimensions, and they'll make a shirt that fits your body. <sighs> Seems like a lot. Of and effort. you don't, you don't need to buy like a super long tie either. Like a regular tie is <laughs> gonna fit your, your big neck. What are you, like, so you're you like freak? a What are you, a fucking butterfly? You think you're, you're, you're just different than everybody else? There's Dan no ties that fit you. He's <laughs> too jacked for a tie. Unbelievable take. <laughs> Here's and, the and best. It, I mean, if you do lift though, you would understand that anybody that does lift doesn't think they're jacked. They suffer from body dysmorphia. And they are constantly questioning themselves in the mirror. Well, then I need to that see you're too small. You're exempt from that apparently because you think you're too jacked for a tie. I need to see what the cartoon version of you that you have in your <laughs> head as your own self-image is that has your neck so large that you don't believe there's a tie that you exists. just walk around like a big old neck and arms and nothing <laughs> else. I mean, like Johnny Bravo, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly like Johnny Bravo. What was his question? What was it? He said something the about biggest it. douche in sports. Oh, yeah. oh man, this is a tough one. There's a lot of douchebags in sports. He's no longer. Um, he retired, but AJ Przinsky, the catcher, huge douche, used to be my number one douche. Patrick in Reed's a great choice. Patrick Reed is, is clearly top tier douche. He's a huge. Brian douche McCann, bag. if we're going catchers, here's seems the thing. Like a douche. You also got to go with all right. There's, there's pretty much any major league pitcher I think qualifies for me. Oh, it's like most of the major leagues. Yeah, uh, Bregman's a huge baseball's douchebag. full of douchebags. Bregman's a massive douchebag. Yeah. He's my douchebag. I love him, but he's a total. Philip Rivers is probably my number one NFL douchebag. Oh yeah, he's a good. I can't stand choice. that guy. I'm trying to think of like De Nick Young is a is a massive douchebag in he's, the NBA. He's not even that good either. No, L listen. <laughs> Professional sports world is filled with a lot of douchebags. You have to do really hateable things to rise up the ranks of douchery. Patrick Reed has done enough as of late to, I think, hold the crown for biggest douche in sports. I can't think of anybody else who's done more than him lately. He he really is off the charts douchey. The ticket thing was the worst. That oh, was the worst for me. That, that was the final straw That's what for got him too. up to number one. It was like, yo, you, you can't do what he did there. No. That's a terrible look. That's just like complete lack of self-awareness. Guy is a total douchebag. He's king douche. He is. Who else is? There's a lot of douches, that, douches out there. It's, it's Yeah, they're, we're everywhere. <laughs> we. <laughs> douche nation, stand up. Yeah. Next call. We have one more call. Next call. Hey, backdoor boys. What's up? Ross, Dan, love you guys. But fuck you, Dorn. And more than that, fuck your Longhorns. The Longhorn Network is the worst thing in sports, single-handedly ruining one of the best conferences in the country, and you're disrespecting my Iowa State Cyclones? We're oh, going no. to tear your pompous asses apart. Nothing about Texas <laughs> is better than those cousin fuckers from West Virginia, and they just got dick slapped across ends. Will Greer looks like a lost fucking puppy, and you think Sam Ellinger will save you? Only reason I even know who he is is from hearing you talk about sucking him off every pod. Fuck <laughs> Texas. I think you to Kansas again, you arrogant pricks. Fuck this. I'm going to go listen to RBP. Gang, gang, gang. Shut her off. Oh, man. Fuck this guy. <laughs> that, was that was the best call ever, dude. Dude, he didn't even take a breath. I like people who, like, he clearly prepared that. I yeah. like people who the gym, do, do, do the, they, uh, well, excuse me, they do the Jim Rome style rant phone calls. Yeah. Those crack me up for some reason, man. I don't know why. That was also one take. Man, because if, if there's you come guys with that call in and they'll over have and multiple over. takes. If you come with it like that, uh, I don't care what you say about That's me. Fine, it's it's yeah. going to be a great phone call. I, I, I enjoyed that a lot. I second that notion. Uh, but look, 
Fuck Iowa State. Fuck Iowa State. No one gives a fuck about Iowa State. And you're not going to beat Texas, motherfucker. Man, when Matt Campbell and the boys come to town. Dude, no one's worried about Iowa State, I promise you. Texas is, is worried about West Virginia on the schedule. Mark it down right now. And you really need to. Iowa and, State beats and Texas. And Texas Tech is, is a more on the radar for Texas right now because it's in Lubbock. And that's a tough place to play. We need, we no need, one cares about Iowa State. We need this cut out into a soundbite just in case. No, yeah, that's fair. Because it'd be very funny. That's fair. Uh, no, we're not worried about Iowa State, buddy. I'm sorry. No one takes you all that seriously. Ames, Iowa? Oh, yeah, like that's a real intimidating <laughs> place to go to. Shut up. Weird shit happens in Ames, Dylan. Weird shit happens everywhere, that's man. That's Dan's favorite thing to say of all of the things that Dan says, that weird shit happens in Ames. What else did he say about me? Although I think the, the Texas game is here. Said so. you're an arrogant prick. That's fair. <laughs> that's You know, that's fair. It's and the Texas fair. Longhorn fans are pompous assholes. Yeah, that's, that's fair, that's too. That's also fair. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I like but what I like. Ames. Make sure to prick. hit us up on the hotline uh, for Monday's episode. 800-392-6344. Once again, it's 800-392-6344. Yeah, just hit us up with your questions, concerns, uh, maybe some reactions in-game. Or come at us like that dude did. Yeah, come at our necks. Just flame our dicks off. Make fun of Dan and his tie situation some more. That's, that won't get old for a while. Make fun of my face. I think I'm going to try to do I uh, have a wedding, not this weekend, but next weekend. I'm going to try to do a tie for the wedding. You're going to try? I'm going to attempt to do a tie. I, I have a feeling you're going to succeed. Yeah, it's just tying a tie. You're, you might be giving me too much credit there. That's That's fair. But uh, are you guys tired of spending money on unnecessary expensive jewel pods every week? Yes. Obviously. I'm so fucking sick of it. Well, thankfully, we have Solus Vapor. And it's Solus the Vapor. industry's leading manufacturer of e-liquids that are completely changing the game. With Solus Juice, you can refill your pod-based vape devices instead of having to constantly buy new pods. All at the fraction of the price. Refillable pods? Vapor's about to save that money. With Solace, S-O-L-A-C-E, Solace, uh, it sounds like I'm saying Solace. Like you're a Solace like I'm a Solace. Demon. Yeah. But no, Solace, like so- Quantum Solace. of Solace, like yes. the James Bond movie. You can get over five times the amount of e-liquid for half the price of a four-pack of pods, and that's a tenth of the cost if you switch to Solace. Solace has a wide selection of 12 unique flavors, including strawberry, lemonade, vanilla bean, that are all available in different sizes and nicotine strengths. So whether you've been vaping for years or just starting, you uh you have something to go to. There you go. Vape come one, boys. come all. Stand up. Stand up and get some solace. The guys at Solace are giving us a 25% off discount code. So take advantage of it uh, at SolaceVapor, S-O-L-A-C-E, Vapor.com, and use the discount code BACKDOOR at checkout to save 25% off. 25%. So make sure to do it. Go to solacevapor.com. Use the code backdoor. You guys have any shouts before we head out? No. Shouts to all the losers in Ames, Iowa. There you go. Uh, <laughs> shouts to whoever in within Major League Baseball figures out a solution to the current replay problem because they got to fix it. Iowa State's one of these teams that they uh, they they go like black helmet every yeah, once in yeah. a while just to look like they're you know hard asses star wars villains you're not yeah. fooling us dude just no. you know cha- changing your colors for one game doesn't make you a badass football Whoa, team. Hey, hey, hey we change uniforms every game yeah ucf i, I know dan that's what i'm saying hey, one of, you're one of those schools too uh we're like oregon east yeah i love the uh listen if you're not like a great a 1a tier 1a college football program you got to do shit like that yeah we 
are you talking yeah. about? Are you saying Oregon isn't a tier one football program? They're no, tier they're, two. they're an exception. They're to definitely the, tier uh, two. Which, they're tier two at this point. Yes, they, they got are. Phil Knight money. That doesn't matter. They're tier two. They don't count. Either Have they ever way. won a national championship? They've been in a national championship. Have they ever won a national More championship? No. no. And Texas, even when they you. were tier A, tier one A, like eight, ten years ago, they don't count because of the Phil Knight Nike stuff. It just they're different. Oregon thing. is king of the gimmicky schools. Yes. UCF well, is a gimmicky school. Fucking uh, Boise State still remains yeah, okay, the most fair. gimmicky to me. And they have like the like the silver, like super shiny helmets oh they mix in there too. God, like Oregon I fucking does. hate Those their uniforms. Bad. I hate. You don't like the blue and orange combo? No, it makes I think you that's, want to that's a wonderful combo combination. Yeah, you're not, you're not going to see Alabama, you know, throwing black helmets on. Yeah, Texas sometimes goes uh, with the mat though, the mat Longhorn, the shiny Longhorn. That looks good though. That's, that's like that's like a, a super subtle. That's yeah, just a super subtle, subtle change. To, yeah. Notre Dame's been doing a lot of like they've been getting crazy with their uniforms lately. I think they have a have game. They? Where you know, people give uh, the NFL a lot of a lot of heat for color rush, which by the way, it seems they've sort of fixed. They don't look as stupid anymore. Uh, college football has much much worse situations. A lot of big schools with just shit jerseys. I hate the way Oregon does it. I might be the minority here. I might be old school. Mentality talking, but I don't like what they I like do. having new uniforms every game. It's, uh, it's dope. Yeah, but there's something to the maintaining of like your you the know, classics. Yeah, like you see you see Penn State on the field, and you know that's fucking Penn the State. Penn State all whites. It's sick. They're, they're, Love it. It's a classic. The Texas it's all whites. The road uniforms are some of the best. But in also the you got But like UCF's classic uniforms, fucking suck. Well, and not that, everybody that's a you can, problem. Not everybody can do the thing that like the top. You know, ten football universities do, and have these classic uniforms that everybody notices upon immediate, immediately after looking looking at them. You need schools that are going to do all this crazy bullshit. Actually, I will say, <laughs> I wish we went back to our original mascot though, Citronaut. He's a space orange. Oh yeah, you got to go back to that. Yeah, a space orange. I don't know why with the knights. Every every school in Florida has like some type of reason Citrus. behind their mascot. Oh. You have the Gators. You have the Seminoles. Even USF, the Bulls, like Tampa was a big like Caltown back in the day. Knights don't really have any rhyme or reason. We just picked a fucking mascot. Citronaut was dope. He was a little space astronaut or uh, like a space orange. If you, you pull up a picture. Shit. The fuck is a space orange? It's he's a, an orange that went to space. He's he's orange. Orange. Just don't go to space. He's an orange wearing a space helmet. He's pretty awesome. A Citronaut. Citronaut. Yeah, you can still buy like shirts with this yeah, dude so on them. Yeah, so shouts the shit. Yeah, you don't need to go back to that. Citronaut. What they essentially did was they took uh, George Jetson, they gave him about 40, 50 pounds just in the in the gut so that he's round like an orange, and then they slapped a helmet on him. Or maybe not George Jetson, his son. His son. What's his name? What's the son's name? Whose son? He's George Jetson. Oh, I don't know. Jane, his wife. I don't know. His son, I think Elroy. It was Bill. Elroy. Elroy. I think it was Bill. It was Elroy. Elroy. Uh, <laughs> man, it looks like Elroy. And that is all of the brain power I have today. It's just extinguished in one fell swoop trying to remember George Jetson's <laughs> son's name. That means it's time to get out. Uh, yeah, make sure leave. to uh, follow us and subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, whichever way you'd like to consume our podcast. Yes, we are on Spotify now. Spotify. Rate us five stars. Leave a review. We'll help. Us moving the uh, the rankings dramatically if you do that, and it will also prevent my cousin Sean from showing up to your doorstep with a bat. We have an enforcer. It's Sean. So if you don't tell a friend about this podcast, and if you don't leave a five star review, he will bring a bat to your doorstep, and I don't know what he's going to do with it. 
Sean's one of those guys. He's been to prison so many times that that's where he belongs. He longs to go back. He's trying to get back. It, all He's he begging. wants to do is just bust kneecaps. So figure it out. Because Sean <laughs> That's just his wants preferred to go, method. He just wants to get back inside the system so he can get three hots and a cot. That's really what's going on here. Three hots and a cot. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, that. that's pretty funny. We'll see y'all Monday. Bye.